The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Sukkah has been dedicated by Celia and Isaac Jamal. Hashem Alehem Yehu Amen for the Hatzlecha of their dear children. May they see much nachat from all of them. May they all grow up and get married in the right time and have children healthily, happily with berachah vatzlacha. And may they see uh, descendants and descendants of their descendants. Ad bi'ad go'el sedek. Amen. The Masechet has also been dedicated Le'ilu Nishmat Sarah Bat Adel Ruach Hashem Tanihena Began Eden Amen Again by Celia and Isaac Jamal To school the Mitzvot That Chavchet Today's Daf is being studied Le'ilu Nishmat Avram Ben Esther Ruach Hashem Tanihena Began Eden Amen Today's Daf is being studied Le'ilu Nishmat Mazal Bat Frida Shenifteret Bekitsul Yamim Veshanim Ruach Hashem Tanihena Began Eden Amen Today's Daf is being studied In honor of Roger and Raquel Baghdadi, our dear friends from Aventura, Florida. Hashem Alehem Yehu Amen. We begin today's daf on the bottom of Daf Chavzayin Amud Bet, and we start with the Tanu uh, Rabbanan. We learned earlier that Rabbi Yehuda had a shita that he praised the lazy people that stayed home for the regal, that did not go out of their homes, in order they could be with their wives on the holiday, unless they're able to travel and come back on the same day and be back with their wives, and the Gemara said it was okay. So that's the Gemara says, Tanu Rabbanan Ma'asib, Rebidi Ha'ezer, She Shabbat Begalil Alyon, he spent Shabbat, or he spent the holidays, Begalil Alyon, in the upper Galilee, Besukato Shel Yohanan, Berbil Ha'ay, in the sukkah of Yohanan ibn Bilai b'Kisri in Kisri, the Amrila b'Kisriyon. And some say the city called Kisriyon. Vigia Hamala sukkah. Any event, the sun started to uh, pierce down into the sukkah. Amar lo. So the Yohanan Esr Bilai said, Maush efros aleha sadin. So listen, I want to you know put a cloak sadin, a sheet over the sukkah to block the sun. Amar lo. So he changed the subject. Rabbi Eliezer did not answer him. He says, you should know. You should know every single tribe of the 12 Shevatim, at least one Shofet came from them. The Shofetim, after the times of Yoshua, the leaders of B'nai said before the kings, they were Shofetim, they were judges. So he says, you should know, every tribe had at least one, uh, one Shofet, Rashi. He uh, digressed him to a different subject. Why? Because he knew the answer to the question, but Rabbi Ezer had a, a tradition or a personal humrah that he had. He would never say something that he did not hear specifically from his rabbis. And since he never heard that subject about putting a uh, sheet over the sukkah on Shabbat, so therefore he uh, changed the subject so he doesn't have to answer him. Look next Rashi. Shiloh Aimit Shofet, Moshiach et Israel, Otan, Shayu Mishemet Yoshua Va'al Shemuel. Right, these are the people that led B'nai Israel from the times when Yoshua died until Shemuel, Shemashach Shaul HaMelech, until the first king, which was Shaul. Yoshua Me'Ephraim, Ehud Me'Benyamin, Gid'od Me'Menasheh, Hari mibene Rachel. 
במנשה. שמשון מדן, ברק מקדש מנפתלי. הרי מבני בלהה, אבסן זה בועז מיהודה, אלי מלוי, תולע מיששכר, אלון הזבולוני מזבולון, אלו מפורשים, אבל עתניאל ויפתח ושמגר ויאיר ועברון לא ידעתי שמות שבטיהם, I don't know where these men originated from, ומראובן ושמעון וגד ואשר לא מצאתי מפורש And from those tribes, as she says, I didn't even find uh, any, uh, you know, men that came from them. But that's what the Bnei Shita was. Every tribe had uh, some sort of representation. So comes the Gemara and says, "Higiyah Hamal lehatzia sukkah." Well, now the sun started to shine over half the sukkah. Okay, so half the sukkah is in the sunlight. So he's getting hot, the Rabbi. Amar lo, so the Bnei tells the Bnei Yisrael, "Mal sheifros alesanim." Hey, can I put the sheet over the sukkah? אמר לו, זה יש לנו, אין לך כושבת ושבת בישראל שלא יצאו ממנו נביאים. should know that every tribe of Israel, prophets descended from them. Um, so the Gemara says, שבת יהודה בן ימין, and you should know the two tribes of יהודה בן ימין, העמידו מלכים על פי נביאים. They had kings come out of them from the prophets. The prophet Shemuel appointed Shaul from Benjamin, and also David from Yehuda. So either they had prophets to send from them, or prophets that appointed kings from them. Well, by that time, the sun already reached the Margilotav, the, uh, how do you explain the Margilotav, the, the legs? Okay, the feet of Rabili Aizer. Natal Yohanan Sadi, so Yohanan on his own, he just took a uh, sheet, and he just covered the uh, sukkah with it. Hefshil, Rabbi Yehazit, Talitola, Horav. Rabbi Yehazit took his talit, he put it over his shoulder, V'yatsah. That's it, and he left the sukkah. The reason why he left is because he didn't want to be matirit, and he didn't want him to give the impression if he's staying there, that he agrees with what he did. So therefore he, he walked out. Now, Now, the reason the, why he changed the subject on him is not because he was trying to uh, turn him away and not teach him Torah. Don't think that he was trying to, you know, disrespect Rabbi Yohanan when he changed the subject. He had a rule. He never, which means he never said anything that he did not explicitly hear from his rabbi. And therefore he didn't hear the subject about putting a sheet over the sukkah. The issue over here obviously is the issue of Ohil. Because by putting on Shabbat, you're not allowed to make a tent. Now here you have the tent already existing. So what you're doing is you're being mosif on an oil aray. You're being you're adding to a tent by, let's say, spreading out the sheet, you're making the roof. So therefore he didn't have an explicit tradition from his rabbi, so therefore he didn't, uh, he didn't give the answer. But the Gemara has the question over here. How did he do this at all? Hold it. The Bidi Aizah says on Sukkot you got to say in your own Sukkah. And here it says he was in Kisri, now we know the Bidi Aizah lived in Lod. So how is he even in, in somebody else's sukkah on the holiday? Forget about the law of the Sadin. Let's just discuss, how is he in somebody else's sukkah? We learned in this morning's daft that what? That you have to have a sukkah, your own sukkah, that you sit for seven days. So the Gemara says, the regel ahed havai. Who says it was sukkot? It was a different holiday. Just because they were sitting in the sukkah doesn't mean it was sukkot. It was sitting in the sukkah, that was a shady area, they were sitting in the sukkah, but it was a Pesach, for example. 
So the Gemara holds it. That doesn't answer the question. Rabbi Yehuda said he praises the lazy people that never leave any regel. So therefore, even let's say it was Pesach, he's got to be at home because he praises the lazy people not to leave their wives. So the Gemara says Shabbat Havai. It was just a regular Shabbat during the year that he was. They were sitting in the sukkah, and the question was, are you allowed to add this uh, oil, this sadin, to, to cover the uh, shade, to make the cover the sun? So Tanat the Gemara says, V'tifshot lemedideh. Forget about having a tradition from what his rabbi said. The Biliyazid himself discussed this subject in Masechet Shabbat. So why didn't the Biliyazid answer the question from one of his own teachings? Why wouldn't the Biliyazid say? Nan, the case of Kaka Halon. Remember we had the case of Masechet Shabbat, where you have a uh, house, and you have a, a window, an open window. Right? And you have a Pekak. Pekak is like a board. Okay? And you want to take the board. On Shabbat you want to clog up the Window, right? Like it's a window pane, but the board. So you want to clog it up. So the deen was like this. When it's hanging against the wall on a rope, let's say, and it's hanging, meaning it's not resting on the floor, it's dangling in the air, then already on Shabbat you could attach it. The logic being is because it's not considered mosif on an oil. It's considered attached already because it's already hanging on the wall. It's dangling. It's not on the floor, so it doesn't look like you're really adding. It's like it's, it's like it's there already. However, however, if it's let's say resting on the floor, even though it's tied, but it's sitting on the floor, now it looks like you're being mosif on an oil on a on, on, on a structure, and therefore it's going to be asur. say no, 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 no. It's mutar in any event. Even if the the plank is on the floor, there is no problem to be mosif on an oil. Okay? So, what do you see from over here? You see what Abilias has his opinion. You're not allowed to be mosif on an oil. So you should have told him, you can't add this sadin over the sukkah. Even though the sukkah is there already, you're not allowed to be mosif on an oil. By putting the sadin over the oil, you're creating a tent. Which means, why did Abilias not uh, answer the question? He said he has a shita. What do you mean tight? Sadin was tied to the sukkah. So answer it in Mutar. That's why he stayed there. No, he didn't stay there. The contrary, he walked out. Okay. First of all, he didn't answer the question. And then when he did it, the Bidaizid walked out. So what are you doing? Answer the question. So the Gemara said, Hatam, who did me vatel? Avalacha, the no me vatel, no. Rashi. Hatam, me vatel. The high pickak, the Gabe Halon. The Hashivle, me kotel atzmo. Hilka, have mosif. By the Pekak case, normally you leave it there. And therefore, the Bidia is Mahmid by the Pekak case. Why? Because if it's, if it's not, let's say, hanging, where it's considered attached already, if it's from the floor, you're being mosif on an oil, and it's considered mosif because you're leaving it there. It's a normal way. You leave the Pekak in the uh, window. However, Aval Sadin, Anan Everybody knows you don't leave the Sadin on the roof of the Sukkah. Vesofo Litlo. So the Be'ezid wasn't so certain if it's considered Mosif or not. Which means by the case of Pekak, for sure he said it's Asur. But by the case of the Sadin and the Sukkah, you, know, you can debate and say, well, you know, could be since it's really a temporary item, and you're planning on taking it off and you're not leaving it there, maybe it's not a problem of adding to an existing oil like that. That's why the Be'ezid did not answer from his existing shita of Pekak HaHalon. Because there is a major difference between the dynamic of Kak and the case of the Sadin on the Sukkah one, you're leaving it there. That's more reason to say it's Asur, because you're Mosif on a Binyan. But Sheikh and the Sadin, no, Tarabana. 
story Okay, spent Shabbat in the Upper Galilee. They asked them 30 questions in Halakha on the laws of Sukkah. On 12 of them he said, I heard, I have the answer. But on 18, no Shamati. Now, Rabbi Yosef, Bari Buda, Omer, Hadufa Devari, it's the opposite. Shemona Asar Amalem Shamati, 18 he said he heard, Shem Asre Amalem, Lo Shamati. Amru Lo, so they told him when they said Lo Shamati, they told him, Kol Devarecha in an ilm, a Pierre Well, you only say things uh, that you heard, you don't say, uh, you know, things that are uh, not, uh, that you didn't hear from your rabbi. How come you don't give us your opinion? Amalem. Is Kaktuni Lomar Davar Shiloshamati Bepita Botai? Says what? You're, you're forcing me to say something uh, that uh, I didn't hear from my rabbis, and that goes against one of my personal midot that I accept upon myself. But you're trying to get me to say something that I didn't hear from my rabbis? I, I don't do that. That's one of my, uh, you know, uh, personal uh, uh, stringencies that I put on myself that I don't say things that are from my rabbi. And then he goes on to tell them the following Miyamai. Look at the money Adam the Beta Midrash. You should know that never did anybody precede me to the Beta Midrash. Midrash is saying I was always the first one in the Beta Midrash. Velo yashanti be Beta Midrash lo shinat keba velo shinat aray. I never slept in the Beta Midrash. Not a permanent sleep and not a temporary sleep. Even though Tamidiyah Achamim, the Beta Midrash is considered the house. I think they could sleep even a permanent sleep in the Beit Midrash. But he was Bahmir on himself. He said, I never slept, not even a, a nap. I didn't take in the Beit Midrash. I never left anybody in the Beit Midrash and left. Which means I was always the last one in the Beit Midrash. I never left, first one in, first one out. The last one out. I never slept in the Beit Midrash. I never slept in the Beit Midrash. I never spoke uh, mundane talk. I mean, Chudin. Anyway. And I never said something to my rabbi that I never heard. Now the reason why I was trying to tell him all these things over here was, don't think that the reason I'm not answering you is because I didn't study Torah. And uh, I'm lazy and I didn't delve into the reasons of all your questions. I studied Torah from early in the morning to late at night and I never wasted a second. But what? I have a certain tradition that we're going to see he learned from his rabbis. That he doesn't say things that he doesn't hear from his rabbi. Okay, look at that. She third line. Sihat hulin devre habay v'schok, which means like you know just uh, uh, things of uh, frivolity and you know jokes and stuff like that. He never spoke. Kilomar match safek biadi. The reason why I have a safek and I'm not answering you. Lo mepene. What's the yud gimal? Lo mepene shelo talachti. Don't think it's not because I didn't toil in Torah Bechol Ele Furthermore, don't think that my rabbi said it and I didn't hear it Why? Which means Don't think, first of all, I didn't learn Because I learned And number two, don't think I didn't hear it from my rabbis Because I would have heard it Because I was always in the Beit Midrash I was always with them Was the first one and the last one out Ella, The reason why I'm not telling you to you is because that's my, uh, uh, you know, stringency that I don't say things that I didn't hear from my rabbis. That's my midah. Amnu alav Rabbi Yohanan ben Zakkai. They said regarding Rabbi Yohanan ben Zakkai, who was the rabbi of Rabbi Yaisir. And this is where he learned his uh, midot from. Miyamav no sahsihat hudim. In his life, he never spoke sihat hudim, just mundane chatter. Vidu alach dalar amot belotorah. He never walked for amot without learning. 
Which means as he was learnt, walking, his mouth was uh, moving, saying the Torah. Ubdo tefillin. And he always wore tefillin. Velo kiddimu adam bebet amidrash. And again, he, nobody ever beat him to the Bet Midrash. And never did he sleep in the Bet Midrash, not a temporary or a permanent sleep. And he did not think of the Vre Torah in the places that are uh, not clean. Even though according to Al-Akha, Hirhud is mutar. You just can't verbalize it. He was Mahmir. That's why he didn't think of the Vre Torah in a place that say was dirty and uh, the alleys and stuff like that. And he never left anybody in the Bet Midrash, which means he was always the last one out. So again, you see where the Bili Ha'ezah had learned all his midot from. Nobody ever saw Rabbi Yohanan just sitting and uh, sitting idly. He always was learning. Nobody ever opened the door for their students besides him. He had a very much kavod for his talmidim. And therefore he would always open the door for his uh, students. It also shows that he was the first one in the Bet Midrash as well. I was opening the door for the students that came afterwards. And he also, Rabbi Hanan, never said anything that he did not hear explicitly from his rabbi. And he never said, He never said, Alright, it's time to uh, end the shi'ud. It's time to get up and uh, leave the Bet Midrash. Except for two days a year. Erev Pesach and Erev Kippur. What's the reason why these two days that she says, On Erev Pesach, you got to go make Korban Pesach. So it's okay, it's time to, you know, Bet Midrash closed, everybody go bring the Korban Pesach. And also, go put your children to sleep. Because the Midrash wants to put the children to sleep on Erev Pesach, so they can stay up for the Seder. So you would stop the Bet Midrash, okay, all the fathers have to go home, and put their kids to sleep. Because it's a mitzvah to eat on Erev Yom So therefore he would tell them, okay, now it's not the time to learn, now you got to go home and eat. Like we said, the Bili'ezid, the student, followed the same minhagim of his rabbi. There were 80 students that Hillel Azaken had. 30 of them. 30 of them were worthy to have the Shekhinah rest on them, like Moshe Rebbe. Not the same presence of Moshe Rebbe, but just like Moshe Rebbe had Shekhinah on him, they also deserve to have the Shekhinah as well. And 30 of them were on the Madriga, that the sun should have stopped for them, you know, a miracle of such, of such, uh, such stature, like Yeshua ben Nun, when he stopped the sun, Shemesh began on Dom v'yarech be'emek ayalom, and they had that war. Which means they were worthy to make have such miracles. Eslim benonim, and twenty were in the middle, meaning somewhere between Moshe and Yeshua. Okay, Gadol shebekulam, the greatest of the eighty students of Elul, Yonatan ben Oziel, Katan shebekulam, Rabban Yohanan ben Zakai. That was the guy who was the smallest of the students of Elul. Amru alav Rabbi Yohanan ben Zakai. And they said regarding Rabbi Hamad Zakai's uh, greatness, Shiloheniyah Mikra, he did not leave, which means he was an expert in the Mikra, the Pesukim, the, the Torah, Shabbat, Um Mishnah, what's the Mishnah that she says, that's the Mishnah, the Blight of the six orders of the Mishnah, she says to the Mishnah, Gemara, well, they didn't have actually Gemara in the times of the Tanaim, 
The Gemara didn't come until the Amoraim. So Rashi says, Gemara Zui Sevara. That's the, the logic. Which means, just like the Amoraim explained the Mishnayot, the, tana, the later Tanaim gave logic to the earlier Tanaim's teachings. The Brayton and the Tosafot and the uh, Ten Mishnayot. And that's called Gemara. That was their version of Gemara, the Sevarot of the early Tanaic teachings. Okay? And then she says, Which means that diuk uh, that was in the Tanzan Tanim, that's called Shas. Uh, Which means uh, that actually when they refer to Shas, that's referring to, as she says, the original uh, 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 logic of the Shishas Sidarim, of the interpretation of the six orders. Now, Halachot. He was expert in halachot, and she says that halachot Hashem is nice, like good and lavud and dofen akuma and shaurim and hasisin and mehisin and this. And the all those different halachot Hashem was was expert in those. The agadot, what is uh, agadot? That's the uh, like the midrashim, right? That, that's like the midrashim, the midrash tanhuma, uh, the midrash uh, 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 um, rabba, etc. Diktuke Torah, she says diktuke Torah. The that's the Shosibul That's the old rabbinical decrees that they fenced the Torah law. And they made Gizerot in order to keep a person away from the Avera. For example, he quotes a Gemara Bechorot, Ashi, Gera Balikabel Torah, Allah, a conference coming to accept Torah, Chutz Medavarehad. Let's say I accept all Torah except for one item. Eme Kabdimoto, Rabbi Yosemin, Afilu Diktuke, Hamid Diktuke Sofrim. Even if he accepts the Tariyak but doesn't accept one rabbinical ordinance, finish. He cannot accept them. Kalim v'chamurim. Kalim v'chamurim, as she says, items that are learned from a Kavachomer. Which means these items are uh, logic. Which means it's the logic of a Kavachomer. If you're going to say the law applies to the Kal, or the Mosul by the Hamur, uh, or if you say by the Hamur, I should say, or the Mosul by the Kal. Right? That's Kalim v'chamurim. The Gizirot Shavot. He was expert in all the Gizrot Shavot. That's when you have the two same uh, words. Right? The two different parashiyot. So you connect the two words together to, to, to connect the concepts. Tikufot. Tikufot, as she says, is the cycle of the sun and the moon. Gematriyot. That's the items that are learned either in numerical uh, numbers of the letters. Or like as she says, the different um, styles of learning. For example, as she says, Atbash. Atbash is like uh, transferring the letter Aleph and put a Taf instead, and the letter Bet and putting a sheet. These are different styles to make the Rashot, right? Uh, like the Gemara says that they made the Rashot in Atbash, okay? Or you have Atbah, Aleph, Tet, Bet, Het, etc. They're different, uh, different Derachim. Okay, so that's the uh, Gematriot. Or like uh, Gematriot, for example, by Nazir. It says Yehiyeh, by the Nazir. And from the word Yehiyeh, we learned that Stam Nizut is 30 days. Why? Because the Gematria of the word Yehiyeh is 30. So those are the type of Gematria that he was an, he was an expert in. Okay?
Sihat Malachi Asharet. He knew the conversation or the speech of the Malachi uh, Asharet, the way the angels talk. Sihat Shedim, the speech of the demons. Sihat Dekalim. Okay, Sihat Dekalim, which literally means the conversation of the trees. What is the conversation of the trees? So that she says, Lo Yadana Mahi. I don't know what that is. Now, some of the Mephashim explain that it means he knew all the different sigulot of all the different trees, all the medicinal values. Which means there's different, uh, you know, healing powers of every tree. So sihat dekali means he was able to converse about every tree and what its uh, powers are. Uh, some say when he knows, he knows sihat malachasharet. Meaning he knew how to make kimi'im, amulets, to write different names of a Kadosh Baruch Hu to ward off any uh, you know, demons and spirits. Mishlot kovsim, mishlot shu'alim. He knew all the parables of the kovsim, literally means the ones that wash. Kovsim, a koves, like the, the washers. And the mishalot of the foxes, shu'alim. In the olden days, they used to have a lot of examples to prove Torah points. And they used to call them, they used to give examples with washers, uh, like the ladies that washed launderers, and they give Mishalim about foxes. He knew all the Mishlot Kovsim and all the Mishlot Shu'alim. he couldn't get out of the hole because he was too fat. Mm-hmm. And therefore he had to, you know, starve himself again. So, uh, whatever way he came in, that's the way he came out. He went in skinny, came out skinny. He's a teacher that you come into this world and you leave the same world, you leave the same way. When you try to give us, they would give him a shalim, we're using, uh, you know, these type of uh, examples. Davar gadol davar katan. He knew the big items and the small items. Davar gadol ma'asim al-kabah. He was an expert in ma'asim al the chariot, according to the Shi, according to the Mephash, that's referring to the... Um, um, Okay? That's referring to the uh, give and takes of Abayan Rabah. That she says, That's referring Which means, Abayan Rabah was much later than the Yohanan ben Zakai. They had many questions on different halakhot. Rabbi Yohanan knew all their questions, all their dilemmas, he already analyzed them, had all their answers, but what? Till Lamurim came, those laws were forgotten. So he was expert in all the cases, which the majority of the majority, much of the Talmud is made up of the questions of Abayyan Naba. Rabbi Yohanan knew all the, uh, you know, Abayyot of Abayyan Naba. He was fulfilled on him when it says the Pazuk, Lanihil or Havai Yesh. What Elam says, to my beloved ones, I will bequeath them Yesh. The Mephashim say Yesh is Shai. Shai is 310. That all the Tzadikim that say to Torah, God has destined to them Shai Olamot. 310 worlds. Lanihil or Havai Yesh, Votsotem, Amaleh. God says, I will fill up their. But throw out their uh, treasures. Which he was he was filled with all the Torah. Never miyak kadegim midab. But Elam fills up the treasures and shamayim of the tzaddikim. So the Gemara says, "Vehi mehar shekatan shebekulan kach gadol shebekulan achat kama vekamat." That was the smallest of the students of Hillel Azaken. Could you imagine how big the the biggest of the students was? Amru alav adi onatam in Rasiel. They said regarding onatam, "Mosheh b'sha'ah sheyoshev ve'osek b'Torah." 
כל עוף שפורח עליו ויד נשרף. That any bird that was flying over him when he was studying Torah, miyad nisraf, it would burn. Which is the kitushah, the fire of his learning was so powerful that it would cause anything that was above him right away would become burnt. As she says, because the angels would come around him to hit the Torah and the angels of fire, and therefore it would cause the um, it would cause the angels to be cause they cause the uh, birds to be uh, burnt. Okay, now we move on to the next Mishnah. Let's just read the top of the Sfot. When he used to learn Torah, you know, he learned to be Simcha. And Comes the next Mishnah. Right, a person has his head and his majority in the sukkah, and his house and his table is extended in his house. Bet says the sukkah is kasher. Bet says pasul. Now, if you remember, we discussed this case earlier in the Masechet, and the Gemara actually said that. There is a problem with the language of this case. The case starts off, a guy sitting in the sukkah, and his table's in the house. Now obviously the machloket over here is, is the guy yotzeh or not? Well, what's the gezerah? Bet Shammai says you're not yotzeh because you might get drawn after your table. Bet Tadil says, no, you're sitting in the sukkah, I don't care if your table's in the house, I don't make that gezerah. So the language of the Mishnah should have been yatsa and lo yatsa. But the Mishnah doesn't say that. The Mishnah says, Pasul Nakshir. Mashmara, the discussion is in the sukkah itself. So, therefore, if you remember, the Gemara said that there's actually two cases over here. There's a case of sukkah Gedola and a case of sukkah Ketana. And Bet Shemai and Bet Shemai argue on both cases. Buy a sukkah Ketana. That's a sukkah that minimally just fits his body. Rosho uh, Virubo. It finished, and then that's all it fits. So Bittadil said that a sukkah, the minimum size sukkah, which is really uh, minimum that doesn't even fit a table, Bittadil says, kashir. And Bet Shammai says, pasul. Because Bet Shammai says, minimally has to fit Roshovurubo and an extra tefa for a table. So that's uh, the first case of pasul and kashir. Our Mishnah is talking about a big sukkah. Big sukkah where you have enough room for everything. But what? The table is going into the house. That's the second machloket. But Shammai says, Lo yatsa, because not discussed. Everybody agrees the sukkah is intrinsically kasher. But the problem is the way you're sitting in the sukkah, Lo yatsa, because you're going to get drawn into the house. And then says, No. So those are the two cases implicit in the Mishnah. We're talking about a sukkah gedola, as well as a sukkah ketana. Comes the Gemara and says, Mishnah, Amru lahem betelel bet Shammai. So betelel tells bet Shammai, Lo kakaya maaseh shalchu zikne bet Shammai vizikne betelel bakeret Rabbi Yochanan ben Acholarit. So don't you remember the story when the elders of the school of Shammai and Hillel went to visit Rabbi Yochanan Acholarit? Um sa'u shaya yoshev roshov rabo basukah vishlohano betelkabayet. The rabbi was sitting in a sukkah and the table was in the house and he was there. Ve lo amru lo davar. 
and they didn't tell him anything, which is the rabbis of Hillel were trying to say, must be Shammai retracted. Because his students were by the Yohanan HaKoranit, they saw the way he was sitting in the sukkah with his table in the house, and they didn't tell him anything. So it must be what? The Shammai must have retracted. Amru lahem b'shamai. So b'shamai so misham ra'ayah. Avim amru lo. So what do you think? They told him, Yohanan, im ken ha'ita noheg, lo kiyamta mitzvah sukkah miyamecha. They told him, that's the way you sign the sukkah, you didn't fulfill the mitzvah in your whole life. Which is not your say. So he didn't retract. They, uh, they told him off. So comes the, Mishnah uh, continues. Nashim v'abadim v'ketanim, petunim v'nasukah. Okay, ladies. Evet kena'ani. Ketanim, minors, Petunim and Avzuka, we'll see exactly why all these are exempt. Katan, she'enu sarikh le'immo, hayab besuka. A minor that does not need his mother anymore is hayab in the sukkah. Now we will see exactly what does that mean, a minor does not need his mother. Ma'aseh v'yalda kadatosh shamay hazaken. Story happened, the daughter-in-law of Shamay had a baby, she gave birth, infant. So what did Shammai do? He made a hole in the uh, in the roof, right above the uh, baby and the mother. And he made it over the katan. Now seemingly, this is going against what we just learned. We just learned that only a baby that's a certain age that doesn't need his mother anymore. And now you bring in a story to contradict what we just said. That Shammai broke the roof and put schach over the, over the crib. Now you have a picture of that? You probably do. Yeah, you see the picture books over there. That, what is that? Samech uh, Aleph. In any event, that's the last picture. Of the okay. Comes the Gemara. Mina and Emile. I thought he put it on top of the... Here. On top of the roof. On top of the crib. Comes the... Uh, from the roof. He chiseled up the roof and put the schach over there. Comes the Gemara and says, Mina and Emile. What are we trying to prove over here? How do you know that ladies are exempt from the mitzvah of sukkah? That is the Gemara's uh, first question. We're looking for a biblical source. The Ezrah, the Pasuk says, Ezrah, Basukot Teshvu Shivat Yamim, Kola Ezrah, Be Yisrael, Yeshvu Basukot. What does Ezrah literally mean? The citizens. Well, the people, right? All, all the natives, okay, of Israel will send a sukkah. So the, now it doesn't say Ezrach in the pasuk, it says Ha-Ezrach. <laughs> so the Gevara is going to Doresh, what Ezrach would have meant, and then what the He is coming to uh, include, okay? So the Gevara says, the Tarabana, remember Brayta, Ezrach, Ze Ezrach. Which means, that's everybody. Any, any native of Israel, including everybody, Ezrach, any citizen, men, women, uh, finished. Ha-Ezrach! You know what the hair is coming to do? Le-Otsi Etanashim. It's coming to exclude. Sometimes the hair comes to be remind. So the hair is coming to say what? No, to exclude ladies. That's the Derasha. Look at the Rashi. Ezrach, Zeh Ezrach. Yavak Ketiv Ezrach Avimashwa Kol Todot Yisrael. All the descendants of Israel. Anashim, Venashim. Ketiv Ha-Ezrach. Miyuman Sheba Ezrachim. Which means the... The Ezrahim, which means the the choice species of Ezrah. Who's what? The men. And then what's coming to exclude? The ladies. Right? So it's really coming to include Dafka, the men, and automatically the ladies are excluded. Okay? So the Gemara says, Kol, so what does the Kol come to say? It says, Kol ha Ezrah. And the Kol must be coming to include somebody. Kol, le Rabot et 
comes to include Ketanim, the Gemara is going to ask in a second, what do you mean? You just told me in the Mishnah that Ketanim are exempt. Now you tell me you got a Pasuk to tell me the Ketanim are Hayab? Okay, so we'll wait for the Gemara to come down. Now, Gemara says like this. Amar Mor. Gemara is going to quote the statement again now and analyze. Ha'izrach le'osit al-Nashim. From Ha'izrach, it comes and teaches you excluding ladies. The memra di Izrach ben Nashim ben Gabriel Mashma. So you tell me, if, when the Torah uses the word Izrah alone, it includes men and ladies. Ha Izrah, only men. That's the style how the word Izrah is used. Mm-hmm. Now it's the question from Yom Kippur. We have a Braita. What does it say? Ha Izrah, right, referring to the Pasuk by Kippur, it says, Ta'anuit nafshotechim, Bechol melacha lo ta'asu, ha Izrah, ve'agir. So who has the first on Kippur? Ha'izrach. So the Gemara says, Ve'atanya ha'izrach lerabot et ha'nashim. Over there, ha'izrach is coming to say what? Including ladies. Ha'izrachiyot, meaning that our citizens, our natives of Israel, she'ayavot be'inui. Alma, izrach gavrem ashma. Let's go the other way. Smash ha'izrach is men. Ha'izrach comes to say even Ladies, so therefore we want to know how does this Israq, Ha'izraq did Asha go? By Sukkah, Israq is everybody, and Ha'izraq excludes. By Kippur, Israq is men, Ha'izraq includes ladies. How could you have the same word going in different directions by different halachot? So that's the question. Amar Abba, comes along and says, okay, here's the bottom line. Hilchetaninu ve'asmichinu rabbanan akira'eh. Really, these are laws are halakha la Sinai. However, the hachamim hanged the law of Sinai on these pesukim, which is really the terashot, not the pesukim. The pesukim are just asmachtas to remember the halakha la Sinai. Now let's read that in Nashi. Third line down. Amar abayil khetani nuvas mechinu rabbanan akra'ir. Hanach tremile. These two laws, sukkah and kippur. You can't learn both of them from Pesukim. Rashi's done, you can't learn both of them simultaneously. Because if this is coming to include ladies, that has to include ladies. If this is excluding ladies, this is excluding ladies. So therefore what? One of them is Halakhal Moshe Misinai, Lehailuf Neemru, Shne Devarim Alalu, Zelehayum Vezeleftor, Behada Minayu, Labi Mashmauta, Ela Rabbanan Asmechino Akra, Hada Mashmauta, Behada Asmachta Bealma, the Ilukra Halufa Mashma Umta Ahaditiata. Which means, I'll explain that she outside, and we'll read inside again what he's saying. He's saying this one of them is Halakhal Moshe Misinai. To tell you what, that uh, let's say ladies are exempt from. All the rabbis did was to remember that they gave you the Pasuk Ha'izrah, which is not the normal Dirasha. They just said Ha'izrah is coming to exclude ladies. But the real Dirasha of Ha'izrah is Kippur. And what does Ha'izrah come to say? Including ladies. So Kippur is from Ha'izrah. That's the way you learn Ha'izrah. Really, it's inclusive terminology. Okay? Meaning, if it wasn't for the halakha Muslim Israel of Sukkah, to exempt them, we'd include them also from Ha'izrah. Because that's the way you learn Ha'izrah. Ela wa'atna. Sukkah is halakha Muslim Sinai exempt. 
How can I remember that they're exempt? Okay, so you know what? We'll hang it on the word Ha'izrah. Even though that's not the normal way to learn Ha'izrah, because by Kippur, we learn the other way, but it's not a Stiran Dirasha, because we're not, we're not donating both the Sukim. So what we're going to have to do, the Rashid tells us right away, we're going to have to say, by Sukkot, what was the Ha'izrah coming to teach us then? <coughs> Which is by Kippur, I know what it's teaching me the hit. Ladies do not have to, ladies have to fast. Ladies have to fast. By sukkah, I know that ladies don't sit in sukkah from Anakala Moshe and Sinai. They just put a smack on the word Ha'izrah. But what is the hair of Ha'izrah really coming to teach me by sukkot? What, what does it teach me? A smack is not what it's coming to teach me. A smack is just a, a remis. Right. Okay, so let's read that in Nashi again. That's why I want to read this Nashi a second time. Amar Abayel, Chetani, Nubas, Bichir, Rabbanan, Akraya. Hanach tremile, these two items, meaning sukkah and kippur, lekalimidreshinu letarvayu mikra'eh. You can't learn both of them simultaneously from the pesukim. Deim zuhel rabot, av zuhel rabot. Because if the hair is inclusive in one, it's got to be inclusive in the other. Deim zuhel rabot, av zuhel rabot. And this is excluding, it's also excluding. Ela, alpi halachash neemla lemoshim misleid be'ehad men, one of them, and I'm telling you which one. Sukkot, that's the one that's teaching you halakhem shem shenai. Lehiluf neemru shnei devarim alalu, and that's why the pesukim are opposite. One you're including, and one you're excluding. Meaning lehiluf zod lehiluf zod eftor, which means not that the pesukim themselves are contradictory. Since you have halakhem shem shenai that exempts, so we hang that halakhem shem shenai on one of the pesukim. The hadaminayu la. And the rabbi is just inclusive. But there's And one of them is from the Mashmaut, meaning Kippur is from the Mashmaut. When it says Ha'is, Ha'is coming to include uh, ladies. Right, and the Pasuk by Sukkot obviously is coming to teach me something else. And the Gemara will tell us what that's coming to teach us. Now the Gemara says. First Gemara asks, okay, I gave it to you outside, but the Gemara asks, which is the Halakha Mashim Shinai? And which one's from the Pesukim? Number two, the two, furthermore, Kralamali. What do I need a Pasuk for? Hilcheta lamali. And what do I need? Halachal Moshe misinai. Why? Ha sukam mitzvat aseh shazman geramau. Vechol mitzvat aseh shazman gerama. Nashim peturot. Which means hold it. <laughs> what do I need? Any sources for any of these laws? Which is I don't know. I don't know which one is the halachal Moshe misinai yet. I don't know which one is the pasuk yet. But you know what? I don't need either. I don't need sukkah because I know sukkah is a positive commitment that's bound by time. And we have a rule. Any positive commitment that's bound by time, Gemarat Kedushin says clearly ladies are exempt. So finish, it's over. Now, I don't need a pasuk to tell me Kippur either, by the way. Or Halakha Mashim Shinai, whatever it is. Why? So the Gemarat says, Yom Kippurim, Medrav Yehuda, Amarav, Dafka. Namarav Yehuda, Amarav, Vechen Tarad Vedim Ishmael, Amar Kedad. The pasuk says, Ish or Isha. This pasuk is talking about over here that somebody that transgresses a negative commandment. Okay, the full pasuk says, said, that they transgress a sin, they steal something, so they're guilty. Now when it comes to law ta'asiz, what is the pasuk saying? So you see, on negative commandments, 
men and ladies are equal. And therefore, That pasuk is a lesson for the whole Torah. That just like when it says over there, a lady or a man that transgresses one of the sins, they're going to get punished. That teaches us in all negative commandments. If a lady transgresses, she's going to get punished. And Kippur is also a uh, a lot ta'aseh, and it's punishable by Karet. So ladies are also obligated in Kippur. So the Gevara is asking the obvious question. What do you tell me? One's a pasuk to exempt, one's a pasuk to include ladies, and one is alakam shemishinai to exclude ladies. Whoa, what do you need any sources for any of these halakhot over here? I don't need a pasuk for sukkah, I don't need alakam shemishinai for Kippur, or the opposite. Because bottom line, these items should be known on their own. These are general kalim. So Gemara says, Amar Abayeh, Le'olam sukah ilcheta. Sukah is the halakha v'shem v'shinai. To tell me what? Ladies are exempt. V'sarich. I need a halakha v'shem v'shinai. Why? Salkadadachamina teshvu ke'in taduru. Because the pasuk she got to sit in the sukkah, and what do we learn from sitting in the sukkah? Like you sit in your house. Ma dira ish veishto at sukkah ish veishto kavash v'alan. At them, which means like this: if I was just relying on the mitzvah asish is mangeramar rule, I would say this is an exception. Why? Because the Torah says you got to sit in the sukkah, sit like you live. How's God live? This is with his wife in the house. So I would have said sukkah, you got to live with your wife. And therefore, I would say, ladies are hayab. That's why I need a halakha v'shem v'sinai to tell you, no. Mm-hmm. The ladies are still peturot. Look at the top rashi. Amar abayim. Le'olam sukkah liftura. The sukkah is coming to, the halakha v'shem is coming to exempt sukkah. Hilchetai. De'ilu krah hayubaka barbe de'ezrah gavreu. Which means like this. If I was relying on the Izrah Pasuk, Izrah comes and tells me, men. What is Izrah going to tell me? Even ladies. So really I have, it comes out, two reasons to say ladies would be Hayav. I got Izrah Ha Izrah, and I got the fact that what? That, that would tell me it's Hayav. And I have the reason to tell me that I have halachah Moshe Mesinai. Against it, I have a mitzvah taaseh shazman gerama. So that she, those are your three. That's review. Those are the three uh, sources now that I have to play with. The Israch Ha'Israch, which would tell me ladies are obligated because Ha'Israch comes really to include. And I got the derasha of halachah Moshe Mesinai, whatever the, 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 the tradition. But I also have mitzvah asir says mangerama, so that she now is going to work it out. What I would think, and why do I need all these items? Let's read that ashi again. Amar abayeh the olam sukkah liftura hilchetai. It's coming to exempt them. The ilu kraf. You were just relying on the pasuk hayubaka marbe. It was coming to include them. The Israel kavreu the master because Israel means the men. Ve lerabot tanashim. If I was relying on the pasuk. I would say ladies are indeed Hayavot. Habadan the Midrashik and the Rashim Yavakurin, just like I learned by Kippur, that the ladies are Hayav. Ela Shalakal Shem Sinai Potartan. Uchtektaria Isaac Lotsiat Anashim, Asmaktava Albao. And that which the Gibran said above, Ha is not to exempt them, that's Asmaktah, that's not a normal Dirashah. 
But to realize that Sukkah is coming to include like we learn later on, because come on, Udekasha Lamali El Khetal Futran, Habitat says Magira Mahu, it's Sadiq. You know why? Because I would have thought that Jizbuka and Taduru, therefore I need that comes to slide to exam. So therefore again, I have really uh 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 Pasukah. The normal Dirash of Haizrah should tell me that ladies are Hayavot, because that's the normal way we learn by Kippur. Ha'ezah comes to include the ladies. But you know what? I don't need this uh, pasuk. The pasuk is not coming to tell me that. Because the Emma tell us later on that hair is coming to include something else. How do I know ladies are peturot then? Peturot is from Halakha Moshe Messinai. Oh, so what is Ha'ezah doing? You said above Ha'ezah, tell me excluding ladies. No, it's the Asmat of Halakha Moshe Messinai. What do I need Halakha Moshe Messinai at all? Because this is my Gnama. You would have thought, no, my Messinai doesn't apply over here. Because of Tejbu, again, that's where Abaye squares off this subject. Comes to Gebran and says, Rava Amar, Rava comes along and says, it's Tarikh. No, I need the Halakha Moshe Messinai to exempt. Sal Kadata Kamina Yalif Hamisha Asar, Hamisha Asar, Mahagam Asot. I would say make a gizra shava. It says hamisha asar by sukkot. It says hamisha asar by pesah. Now we know tutu. Now we know by pesah ladies are obligated to eat matzah on the first night of pesah. Now even though it's a positive commandment that's bound by time, ladies are obligated. So I would say just like they're obligated to eat matzah, they're obligated to eat. In the sukkah on sukkot, that's why Halacha comes along and says, "No, they're patu." So I was just giving a different reason why I would not rely on the mitzvah that says Megarama Sevara. Which means, if it was just the mitzvah that says Megarama, I would say, "No, two two the Hagamasot." Just like ladies are pit, really should be patur for matzah, but the Torah says the Hayab. So do I say by sukkah. That's why Halacha comes to. Exempt them. And again, he agrees that Kola Ezzah is only and Asmachta. Now, incidentally, why would ladies be Hayab in Matzah? What's the logic in that? It is a Matzah that says Magadama. Because we have a rule. The Pasuk says, Shiva'at Yameen Matzot Tochelu. And the Pasuk also says, Lot Tochel Alav Hametz. It says, Gari Matzah for seven days, don't eat Hametz. So the Gemara makes it in Rasha. Whoever is obligated not to eat Hametz is obligated to eat Matzah. And since ladies are obligated on the Lot Tochel Alav Hametz, so they're obligated on the Shiva'at Yameen Tochel Matzot. But the point is, once I established the Hayat eat Matzot, I would have thought the Hayat to sit in the Sukkah. That's why the Hayat is allowed to come and tell me they're exempt. Comes the and says, The Hashta the Amad Sukkah Cheta. Okay, now that you tell me Sukkah is Alakha Mashem Sinai, Kra Lamali. What's the Pasuk then? Which means Ha Ezrah. Ha Ezrah must be coming to include somebody. Ezrah, we're saying, is really men. Ha Ezrah, well, it's not coming to include the ladies, because ladies are really exempt. So what's the Ha Ezrah? Coming to include. Now, as the asmachta, it's coming to exclude. Mm-hmm. But asmachta is not from the Torah. Asmachta is from the What is the actual pasuk coming to include? Mm-hmm. It's coming to include that even, yes, converts must sit in the sukkah. Why would I think not? It's as the citizen or the, uh, the member of Israel. The Torah says, and maybe it's coming to exclude 
converts. Kamash Malan, that what? That indeed they are Hayavs. And she says that about the Gerivs Hayavim Besukah, which means again, since it says be Israel, oh, so maybe it has to be a purebred, maybe it has to be uh, from, 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 the, uh, from the beginning. Kamash Malan, no, that even a Ger is able to uh, sit in the, yeah. or has to, I'm sorry, have to sit in the Sukkah. Comes Gibran and says, Yom Kippurim, Midrav Yudah Marav Nafka. Oh, so now we go hold it. I know Kippur from where? From Rabbi Yudah Marav. It's a lot ta'aseh. Kippur is a lot ta'aseh. Any lot ta'aseh ladies are? Hayabot. Good, so if ladies are Hayabot from the lot ta'aseh, what's the Pasuk of Ha'izrah by Kippur teaching me? Right? Now that actually Pasuk Ha'izrah, what is that teaching me? Lo nitzlechayla tosefet inui. It's coming to teach me what? The law of tosefet yom kippurim. That not only, you can't start the fast exactly, you know, at the sunset, let's say, there's a mitzvah to be mosif, to add to the fast. you got to start a little before and end a little later. Now, and, and, and what's that coming to teach me? That she says, That's why you have to feel you start the fast during the day. Why? We're saying like this. I don't need a pasuk tell me ladies a high after fast on Kippur. Why? You know what I need the pasuk is enough to teach me? That ladies are hayat in Tosefet. You might have thought, yeah, maybe ladies could start the fast uh, at the time, meaning sunset. How do you know ladies have to also go early? Ha is Including the ladies. Now why would I think ladies are not obligated to go uh, before? Because since really the Torah doesn't explicitly say that you have to add this Tosefet, and the Torah doesn't have a punishment on Tosefet, so I might have thought maybe the ladies are exempt. Because maybe one, one of the ladies are high up on the Lot of the Torah. What's the Lot of the Torah? Don't eat on Kippur. And since Tosefet is not explicitly written, and his punishment is not explicitly written, so I might have thought ladies are exempt. That's why Haizrach comes and tells me, no, ladies indeed are Hayavon. Look at Bashi. There's no Lot Ta'aseh. And there's no karet either. How do I know? You only hayav if you eat on the day itself. I might have thought that a lady is patur legamre, even if she doesn't have a commandment at all. That's why Ha'ezrach comes and teaches me what? The ladies are hayavot, and even tosefes. Let's just review outside all the Ezrachs. By Sukkah, how do I know ladies are exempt? Bottom line, Halakha le Moshe Messinai. Oh, Halakha Moshe Messinai? Hold it. It's not the same as the No, but it's not the I would have thought of it, Tizuk and Daduru. That maybe they have to sit in the Sukkah because uh, with their husbands. Kamash Malan, Halakha Moshe Messinai comes to exempt them. Oh, so what is the Ha'ezrach coming to include ladies? Coming to include? It's not coming to include ladies. It's coming to include Gerim. You might look Gerim or Exempt because it says Yisrael, Kamash Malan is Now let's go to Kippur. By Kippur, it says ladies are Hayavot. How do you know that from? From the Yudah statement. That says ladies are obligated in all. Lot says. Beautiful. So the Lot says covers me. Okay, but I got a Pasuk of Hayzrah. Well, what do I do with the extra Hayzrah? What is that coming to include? It's including ladies in Tosefet Kippur. Because you might have thought maybe ladies are only obligated in Kippur proper. Because that's where the punishment is written and that's where the Lot is written. How do you know even on Tosefet that ladies are obligated from the... Ha is not to include the ladies themselves. Let's just go one step further. Amar Mor. 
We learned. Call the rabot taketanim. It says the person, call ha'izrah b'Israel. Oh, the Israel. So the call comes to include who? Children. Children have to sit in the sukkah. It's master from the Torah. So the Gemara says, What do you mean? We learned in our Mishnah that minors are exempt. Which means the Gemara makes a difference. If he reached the age of Hinuch, meaning the maturity where you can start training him, then everybody has an obligation to sit in the sukkah. But if he's less than the age of Hinuch, he doesn't have to sit in the sukkah. Which is the Mishnah that said the Peturim, that's talking about real children. They're, they're, they're kids and they didn't reach the age of Hanukh. The Pasuk that says call is coming to include children that reach the age of Hanukh. So the Gemara asks the obvious question. What are you talking about? Even a child that reaches the age of Hanukh, let's say he's seven years old. He's not Hayah from the Torah. Children are not Hayah from the Torah until they become of age. 13 years old for a boy, 12 years old for a girl. How can the Torah tell me? Call is coming to include a seven-year-old. That cannot be. The Gemara says, you're right. Midrabanan. The class makta be'almau. Really? They're only hayah midrabanan. And that dinasha of call is only rasmakta. Which is really the rabbis mandated. A katan chigel l'chanuk to sit in the sukkah. And that when it says call, obviously that word call is coming to teach me something else. But the rabbis made it a remez to teach you that what call, they have to sit in the sukkah. But it's only really midrabanan. Last point. The Mishnah says, when is a Katan obligated to sit in the sukkah? So long as he doesn't need his mother anymore. Now, what is that? What do you mean? How old is a Katan that doesn't need his mother? What's the case where you say Katan does not need his mother? He goes to the bathroom and he can clean himself. He doesn't need his mother to, to wipe him. That's already considered old enough to sit in the sukkah. Rabbi. Shimon ben Lakish Omer, He wakes up in the middle of the night and he doesn't call mommy. That's why he's old enough to uh, to go into the sukkah. So the Gemara says, "What are you talking about?" Even older children, when they wake up in the middle of the night, they're scared. They call mommy. So that, that, that's not that's not a that's not an indication. It means even the older ones. Which means right, an older child calls ima. And then he falls back to sleep. But a younger child calls Ima, Ima keeps on calling uh, over and over again till the mother comes and calms it down. So if it calls Ima, Ima, that's too small, then it did not reach the uh, level of Hanukh. Once it only calls Ima, it's already uh, enough to go see in the Sukkah. Now the Gemara Mishnah ended up telling us a story about Shammai. What did he do? His daughter-in-law gave birth to a baby. So he built her a, a sukkah in the house. Yeah, and he chiseled out the uh, roof and put skach. So the Gemara says, Ma'asil istor. Ma'asil istor? You're bringing me a story to contradict? You just told me little children are exempt. Then you tell me how Shammai built a sukkah for the infant. Make up your mind. Are they, are they uh, exempt or not? The Mishnah is missing words. And this is how you have to read the Mishnah. The Shammai Mahmir. Shammai is Mahmir even on an infant. It was actually a story with Shammai. The Yalda Kalatosh Shammai Zakin, his daughter gave birth, and he, uh, he chiseled out or he uh, cut open the roof. And he put the schach on the roof. Because of the katan. Let's just read the Rashi's over here. Uh, which is you're saying a child who doesn't call his mother 
That's already considered, you know, which is implying that what? That as long as a child calls Ima, he needs his mother. What are you talking about? Even a Gadol that doesn't need his mother still calls Ima, so that cannot be the... The uh, the judge. He doesn't go ima ima till she comes to him. But if he calls once and he keeps quiet, that's endless. Therefore, he is obligated to sit in the sukkah.